I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Welcome, everybody. Oh, we throw open the doors to the locker room on this fantastic, gorgeous November day. What a day. By the way, if you like the incoming music, that's a little compilation Max and I put together. That's Max on the drums. I'm playing lead guitar. But anyhow, regardless, Max, how you doing, buddy? <laughs> or do you want to I'm play doing... lead guitar and I'll be on the drums? No, I, hey, listen, I love drums. My favorite Muppet was always Animal. So <laughs> I, 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 I'm good. I'm good with the drums. I'm good. You know, even double kick drums. You know oh, what I'm saying? Wow. I want double kick drums. A little Lars Ulrich, a little Metallica <laughs> nod there. Sandman, here we go. <laughs> yeah, there we go. There we go. I'm oh. doing good. How how are how are you? How was your weekend, Wolf? You know, I had the most beautiful weekend because this is actually the actual date is tomorrow, but uh, this will be the 26th anniversary of my bride, uh, Faith Dale Wolfley. Um, being we getting married 26 years ago. And uh, I'm still alive. <laughs> she, she, there we go. It's good, you know. What a blessing. She's kept, she's kept you above ground. That's good right. Job. That's right. My beautiful bride has just been everything to me. And we went up and we were at Nemecolin Woodlands, you know, that little getaway up above Uniontown on the mountain. And um, it, it was a just a gorgeous weekend. And it's such a beautiful place. And so we just had, uh, you know, a nice dinner. And then I was on Sunday, I was up there also to interview and host a interview with uh, Terrell Edmonds and Santonio Holmes. So it was kind of a, you know, a meet and greet, uh, get together with a hundred or so people. And it was really fantabulous. And it was very chilled out. I had a fabulous black diamond cigar overlooking the whole valley up there as I was sitting out on the balcony and the lodge of people at Nemecolon Woodlands are just, they're fantabulous. They're just great people. They make you feel good. Yeah. It's, it's as close to Disneyland up north as you got. You know, as far as yeah. how nice the people are. So it was a fabulous weekend, my friend. What say you? I know you were working though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was I was working a little bit, but you know what? It was my first time going to Charlottesville, Virginia. Oh, okay. Um, I had the and the and the uh, the Tar Heels and the Cavaliers this weekend. Um, very good contest, actually. Really good game. 
uh, came down to a field goal difference. Uh, the Tar Heels inched out triumphant to keep their hold over the uh, Coastal Division in the ACC. And uh, I, I did. I got. I got to see a couple of people over the weekend. Oh, did you now? Yeah. So I got to see one of my really good buddies, uh, former NFL uh, defensive back Tony Covington. Okay. Um, so I got to see T Cub. He's actually the voice of the uh, of the Cavaliers out there. So he's the he's the uh, analyst for the radio broadcast. And then Very I got cool. to see I got to see one Heath Miller Get in out. his habitat. Heath. Yeah. Heath. Heath. So he yes. yeah. So Heath and I went out to dinner uh, Friday night, and uh, I just caught up, of course, before the big day this coming weekend. Uh, okay. So What's the, the the big day coming this weekend? Well, we have the Hall of Honor Wolf yes. uh, induction ceremonies, yes. and therefore one Earl Heath Miller will be going in, along with, of course, one of your cohorts, Mr. Myron Cope. Oh, absolutely. Um, as well, and I cannot remember the rest of the list right now off the top of my head. There's a bunch of them, and we'll get to it as we progress along yeah. this week because there's so much going on. And by the way, one of the best stories about Myron for me you know, when I first met Myron, it was my rookie year. I remember coming into town, and I was just like, who is this guy? And what kind of voice is that? And then you see him and go, he's, this guy, he, he don't know. How could he know anything about football? I mean, he's he's just a little apusion, right? And then, yeah. you, you know, and so I, I was having fun with I was at a sports banquet, and so I kind of got up and, you know, did a little little thing, and I was I was kind of hitting him with that sort of stuff. And then he comes up, and he's the last guy up, right? And he just rips yeah. me. He was just, he was hilarious, and he just skewered me, as, as only Myron could do. And then at the end, he turns, and he gives a satisfactory look on his face. He says, Wolfie, let that be a lesson to you. Hmm, ha, you never mess with the man who's got the microphone last. <laughs> yeah, gosh. Oh, did I learn a lesson that day. Rule number one of roasting. Yes. Always always save the best for last. <laughs> <laughs> and make sure you have the mic last. Exactly, exactly. In fact, in fact, learn how to turn the mic off after you get off. <laughs> oh, that would have batteries, been good. Batteries included. <laughs> exactly. But I really enjoyed spending some time with the good Terrell Edmonds and San Antonio Holmes. Uh, just, it was great listening to the stories, uh, you know, as he recounted the the Super Bowl drive for for Tone and the catch. And then talking to, to Terrell and just, you know, seeing the steely determination in his eyes and the fact that uh, these guys are not laying down at all. They are getting jacked up for this second-half run coming up here. And they're going to need it. They're going to need it, every man on board. But it was good to see the determination uh, in his eyes and the steel tone in his voice. Yeah, absolutely, man. I mean that that's what you that's what you need. I mean, and it was great that you got to spend time with both of those guys because I mean, this is a very pivotal moment for this Steelers squad after coming out of this bye. You have to decide who you want to be and what it takes to be what you want to be or are you going to settle for who they think you are at this point? Mhm. You know that's the it. You're exactly right, Max. You know, Mike Tomlin always talks about you are what you put on tape. You know, that's what what people what, what, they can say anything they want about you about what you put on tape. And you and I both know what you put on tape is what you what you have done, but that doesn't mean that's where your limit is or where you or where you need to go. You know, that's about yeah. 
the determination in each man being able to bring his game along and put his shoulder to the wheel and start pushing in the same direction. And I look for that sort of response from these guys because I, in my mind and hearts of hearts, okay, I truly believe this team does best from a culture standpoint of the locker room when they're there's a, a feeling of a you got the uh, you know chip on your shoulder, you got your back against the wall, you got to come out fighting, and then we'll, we'll see, you know. But I, that's culturally the nature of the locker room and this franchise and this team. Yeah, no, th- th- this is exactly what we expect, and I think that's not far fetched to say that we have an expectation for this team because we had expectations as players, right? As well, Wolf. So, when you create a standard of operation or a standard of expectation, you can't fault people for for holding you to said standard. And one of the things we've known about the Steelers ever since 2004, you know, it's been what are we going to do? We're an above 500 football team. That's just who we are. That's who we've been, and I know teams go through lulls, but it, we, we've bucked those trends for so long. Right. So what are we going to do to uphold that standard, right, to pitch that flag on top of that hill and continue trudging forward with what we've done? Yes, we've had setbacks, and yes, we've had some very tight games, and yes, people have been missing. No excuse. No excuse at all. We're still going to have an expectation that when we step into football stadiums, we are we are in that contest. You we should still be a team that can get the job done. And each of those guys, I think this buy came at a perfect time, right, Wolf? I think oh, it came yeah. right in the splitting point to where you say, okay, first half, eh, not so good. But you've been down in first halves before. Come back and trudge back. And I think that's what each guy kind of had to kind of take it. Now, am I saying we're going to go reel off seven straight victories in a row? Absolutely not. I'm not going to say that. But when I look at this schedule, it's winnable in the back half. There's only Very one team, on I believe, that uh, has got a winning record out of the next nine weeks, right? Yeah. Yeah. O- only only one. Uh, and th- we see that team twice, though. But <laughs> um, that would be the Baltimore Ravens. Right, right. Um, but, but well, no, no, I take that back. Two, two after this weekend because Cincinnati won. Oh, okay. Yeah, but we only see them once. So three games are above 500 teams, and we've already beaten one of those teams. You know, once, my math is so bad. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, no, no. Up, up things until changed yesterday, overnight. Wolf, I forgot. Yes. Yeah, exactly. So you were correct yesterday. I was close, but about, no cigar. At 1 p.m. 1 p.m. Wolf yesterday was absolutely correct in that statement. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's nice. Even even a broken clock, what it's right twice a day. That's right. That's right. That's right. But you know, you're not broke. It's just it's just a little hitch to it. Um, <laughs> just got a little no. hiccup. <laughs> yeah, a little hiccup. A little little, get, little hitch in his giddy up. Um, but but true? I think yeah. But I think that's where you kind of have to have hope, right? You have to have faith, and you have to have confidence. And I think that's one of the things that as we go through today and throughout this week we're going to look at different things and different opportunities and of course you know the opponent ahead 
um, because we've had a bye. We've had a lot of time to think about this. We've sat on our hands, Wolf. Yes. For the for the for the for the last ten days about about who the opponent is because we haven't seen it. But now it's game week. Yes, it is. So now so now we can get into a little bit more and we can break it down slowly and methodically because we're not breaking down another game. No. So and let's not do anything different than I have done my entire life: break down slowly and methodically. <laughs> The body. Exactly. <laughs> Listen, depreciating assets. Just remember, you can you can use it as a tax write off. Just remember that. Just don't accelerate it. Just don't accelerate. I told it. I told <laughs> I told somebody the other day. I go, you know, getting this getting old thing is hard. I go. There was a point in time about uh, 40, 40 years ago, I competed in the world's strongest man. I stood amongst these guys. I competed well. This morning, a titan. this this morning, I couldn't get my a new toothbrush out of its package without getting. A, I got a paper cut. <laughs> Jesus, Are you kidding me? Oh, how the mighty have fallen! Jeez, oh, I can't even. I can't even. I can't even right now. Because now, Where'd now you go with that one. And see, and see, because I'm around you, Wolf, and I know you. Yeah. I, I have a mental imagery of of this struggle in the bathroom right Life now with and you and you and said toothbrush <laughs> container or packaging just dueling it out. I, I feel like there was a moment you just dropped it on on the sink and you just looked at it and stared at it like growled and then went right back into it again. And, and finally, it's the teeth that get the separation that you need. Yeah, yeah, you know, if oh, hey, and I'm glad it was. I'm glad it was the packaging that was there and not a chicken bone, yeah, right? Absolutely. I, glad, yeah. I don't need to lose any more twofers. No, no more twofers. Just, just, uh, just keep it at one. Let's keep that record winning. Let's keep that winning record. Only one loss so far. How bad is that, man? Wow. Uh, but you know what? The to- the toothbrush packaging is it, it it is a conundrum, right? Oh, because you know, because my daughters, you know, take them to the dentist all the time, and, right. and you know, and and they you know every every dental visit they get the new toothbrush and. You know the floss, little, little the little the little to go baggy, right? <laughs> of yeah. of dental treats or torture, however you look at them. Uh, and you know the girl, <laughs> Daddy, can you open this? I'm like, oh yeah, sure. And I sit there, and you know, first is the brute strength, right? I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna like sh- shed this thing like a sheath, <laughs> like a sword out of a sheath, right? That that that's my mentality in my head when I go into it. And then and then you're like, okay, that didn't work. All right, let's let's regroup. Let's think about this. Okay, let's. You, you turn the package around, you look at it, you examine it. Where's its vulnerabilities, right? And then I realize it's paper on the back, it's plastic on the front. What do I do? Just rip it in half, you know? Just rip it in <laughs> half. Right? And 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 that and then when that doesn't work because they've like sealed it with like some extra tough strength polymer, and there's no perforations on the back, right? No, there's no there perforations. Isn't. You would think you'd put a little bit just just to, just to help us out, just to help the meatheads out for a second, right? <laughs> it's like let it, let us have delusions of grandeur, okay? Can and, we have they, a little help here? <laughs> and and the dental packaging company said no. We want you to struggle. We want you to go get scissors. And I refuse to go get scissors. Oh, I hear so that. you That's know where the it's, teeth it's come like, out. Yeah, exactly. But you know what I do? Hmm. I use a nail clipper. 
Use a nail clipper. Oh. I clip, I clip the corner, and then I, and then, and then I go straight, straight Hulk man on it. Oh, that's um, genius! Oh, if yeah. I would have thought about so, that. So now for your next one, when yep. you switch it in six months, uh, I believe that's when you're supposed to switch it every six or three months, one of the two. Okay. Okay. My, my wife, my wife has me on a schedule where my toothbrush gets sent to me now. I feel like, I feel like a grown toddler. Um, <laughs> because I have one of, because I, I, I now have one of those. It's the Quip toothbrushes. Okay. It's like the monthly subscription toothbrush thing. So I have that. And oh, the, and the okay. Flosser. Do you get it like in flavors? Do they come in like no, you know, pre-flavored no, no, it or anything? No? No, just colors. Just hey, what colors. about you uh, and me? We could start a business with pre-flavored toothbrushes. Huh? That would with, be great. With packaging for, for meatheads like us. You know, that exactly. struggle. Perforations all around, yes, baby. Perforations perforated. everywhere. Oh, I think we're and, on to something and, here, man. In fact, it might even come to you half-opened. I'm just saying, just to help you out. <laughs> You put it in your birthday, we might, we, we might help you out there. Yeah, exactly. Not half used, but half open. <laughs> For those the of us who really treat. struggle. <laughs> exactly. Now, what now? What flavor would you pre-flavor? That's the question. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I think a little – I think something in the morning that would pick you up, like a little cinnamony type stuff, you know? Maybe Ooh, a little, yeah. Cin- I was going with a little citrus blast. What do you think oh, about that? A little that's, ci- yeah, like But see, that would be good tangerine. packaging. Think about that. You get that a citrus blast. Yeah, I, I like. Okay, let's go. A cinnamon shock. How about that one? Ooh, or that'll, cinnamon shock. That'll wake you up in the morning. Little little cinnamon shock type stuff and citrus yeah, blast. We're onto something yeah. here, man. I mean, I mean, we are, we are. So Steelers Nation, feel free to to send us a uh, send us a little royalty when you when you create it when you pirate it off of us because we are both too lazy to actually go through this. Um, just, but just let us know. <laughs> well, I think let's, you know what? Let's take a break. We're going to come back because we want to open up the phone lines, and I want to ask and throw out the question of the day. All right, and that question is, what are the three things that you hope for the Steelers coming out of the bye? What they've been working on, what they might be doing, or what where we go from here, but just hopes because it's all about hopes. And what we always want to do, Max, you and I, we've talked about this. We always want to take the fan where they can't go, into the locker room. And in the locker room, hope never dies. It doesn't stop. You can't no. because there's no time for that. So you constantly are pushing each other in little subliminal ways and overt ways to keep pushing at the wheel, keep pushing that sled, whatever you want to metaphorically throw in there, keep that rock rolling down the hill. How do you go about it? So we're going to up the phone lines, 412-919-1316. Max, take us away, my friend. All righty. And, of course, as we know, Every single week, please feel free to subscribe to all of our SNR podcast lineups. We have the Standard with Tom and Jacob. We have the Bliss with Wes and Motes. And we also have the Godfather. That's right. Stan Saverin is giving you a podcast drop twice a week, every Tuesday and Thursday, talking nothing but Pittsburgh sports. And, of course, how could we ever forget our good friend in the booth, one of the OG ninjas, Mr. Wesley Euler, a.k.a. Johnny Viper. <laughs> Pitched to Johnny! He's quick. We will always, we will always pitch to Johnny because Johnny, you know what? Johnny never misses. Johnny's <laughs> going to get us the first down every time, and he does it with the Steelers Weekend Review, which drops every Tuesday here on the Steelers Mobile app, the iHeartRadio app, and wherever else you podcastify. So, with that, we send it to the commercial breaks, and we'll be back on the other end to talk more in the locker room with Wolf and Starks. This 
is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. His team trails by 10. Shotgun snap. He's back. He waits. He wants to run. He's coming to the near sideline. Throws it on the run. Intercepted. That is T.J. Watt with an end zone pick. And that for Mr. Watt is his second Oski of the season. McCaffrey stands to Newton's right, first and 10 at the Pittsburgh 46. Shotgun snap, plenty of time. Oh, 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 he is hit so hard. Oh, my goodness, and the ball comes out, and McCaffrey falls on it. Fakes the handoff, big rush. He's hit! T.J. Watt has the sack back at the five-yard line, and that breaks the record. Oh, Max, those memories, those, those beautiful clips by Billy Wright, it's all about the guy that so many hopes are hanging on for the second half run. For the second half, the Steelers coming together. You think that we're setting maybe the hopes too high or not enough or, or somewhere in between, but what does T.J. Watt's presence mean for the Steelers defense and Steelers nation as a whole? Uh, it means everything. <laughs> there <laughs> I you think, go. <laughs> I, 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 th- I think that I, – I don't think we're setting the expectation – too high because we look at the record when he's not in the game we have one victory out of what 11 12 contests something like that that. he has not that he has not participated in so no absolutely I, I think he changes the complexion of a game I think because he not only affects the defense and what they can and can't do but that then affects the offense because Short fields, more punt opportunities, backed up situations that are created because of his play and the play of the rest of the guys on the defense when he's in there because you have to game plan for him. Yes. You have to pay attention to him. You have to know where he's at on the field at all times. And those double teams that he's going to command allow for singles for everybody else. And – Knowing that he has the motor, that he has that capability, it just it changes everything. I think you know one of the more recent ones for a team, and it it, it played out immediately when he showed up was DeAndre Hopkins for the for the Cardinals, right? At, when he came Great off his point. suspension, and how much he because there's hidden yardage in there. There's a false start. There's a hold, right? There's something that's going to happen offensively outside of what he's physically going to do as far as tackles, sacks, interceptions, forced fumbles, fumble recoveries, that do, that doesn't hit the stat book that he's going to affect, right? He's going he's gonna to cause somebody. So I think that's where you think about it. It's the hidden and unknown versus the known and expected of T.J. Watt that presents such a challenge when he's out there on the field. You know, that's so well said, Max. And just increasing on or kind of stepping right along in what you're saying. You know, I try to explain to people, like folks this past weekend, we get to talking, right? Cam Hayward, all right? There's a multiplier of men around you, all right? He's multiply. He multiplies the efforts of the men around him through his commanding presence, his, his, uh, his ability to play, and for guys to, you know, lock, lock arms with him and come along. But then you take a guy like T.J. Watt added to a Cam Hayward, and that's like one and one equals three, 
okay? I mean, there's yeah. between the two of them, there is a synergy, and there is an acceptance of the opposing offensive coordinator that says, you know, I got to pick my poison now. I got I to gotta start looking at him, and I got him. You know, and you start to have to do that. Now you add in a guy like Alex Highsmith, and it starts to add to the mixture. You know, because you can go back to hopefully with Larry Ogunjobi, with the fact that maybe it's Isaiah Loudermilk too. Uh, you got some other people in there where you can rush four and drop seven. You know, you can you can do things like that that you couldn't quite do because you couldn't quite get the pressure. And what TJ is capable of doing is he's he's capable of upping the the, the, the heat in the kitchen is what he is, and. He floats a lot of the other boats because of the fact they got to sp- pay special attention to him, whether it's on the rundowns or what have you, because he's equally adept at setting the edge or getting a tackle for loss, and he's very smart. He's got great football, you know, smart abilities, right? So that I, I like, I think all that together, it adds up to some great hope for the Steelers team uh, and Steelers nation. Well, and Wolf, we didn't even talk about how much more aggressive a secondary can be because of that. Yes. Because yes. the timer is sped up as far as quarterbacks having to get their reads and trying to get the ball out because they don't want to be affected by T.J. Watt. Yes. And so naturally your DBs can play a little stickier. They can be a little bit closer, yard or two closer. You're not giving up as big a cushion because you know the eventuality is pressure. And so – that's the other way that it, that it affects. But then also think about that. Now teams are speeding up. Now teams are having mishaps. Now they're backed up. Better field position for offense yes. to operate. More opportunities for offense to operate without having to answer every single time. So I think there's just so many things that go into what TJ can affect. And I thought it was great you said that. He, he force multiplies yes. a lot of your other players. It, you know, it's almost like you just re-engage them. Like, okay, Cam 3.0 is coming out. You know, yeah. Alex Highsmith 2.0 is coming out. And, and you put these guys online now to where now they can operate, where they were mixing and getting the double teams. Now it's like, now nah, if I do that, do I really want to leave T.J. Watt one-on-one with our tackle ever <laughs> in life? I don't even want him to have a conversation in a lunchroom with the tackle, right? You know? Right. Because it, it can go sideways. You can truly ruin that kid's life. Um, you know, and I think that's kind of how we look at it. So I, I, I don't think that there's enough expectation we can put on that. And not to say that he is, he is the wonder pill, right? He's the wonder drug. Everybody still needs to do their job, but I think he makes it easier for people to do their job. And the margin of error gets a little bit wider where it's so finite and narrow when he's not in there. You now have room to – to be a little bit looser, to not be as perfect um, when TJ's in there. Because now if TJ's in there now, like you said, Cam Hayward can kind of do what he does. Alex Highsmith can do what he does. And now everybody can kind of play a little bit looser as opposed to playing perfectly every single play because now anybody can affect the game when he's in there. And it's not just him. It's what he brings, the mystique, the aura – the background, the resume, right? Like when you talk about teams who you step on the court and you're already or on the field and you're already beat. I mean, he bring he brings that type of mantra. You know, he he's 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 that boogeyman, right? He's right. the Baba Yaga, Baba of, Yaga. Uh, <laughs> of, of of the field. 
you know, he, he's, he's going to create some bad moments. And here's the thing, Wolf. We're not being crazy about what we're saying because we need only look to week one of the season to True. understand what a defense looks like with T.J. Watt in it with the cast of characters we have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's very true. There's no doubt about it. You know, and yeah. I, I look at I, you look at that, and I, I'm right now we've only got 15 sacks on the year, and which is that's we used to almost get 15 sacks in a game. It seemed like you know what I mean between yeah. the hits and the sacks and stuff like that. There was so many, so. The fact is, and we still got eight interceptions, but the problem has been 17 TDs given up through the air. But at the same time, the run average has gotten better. Progressively, these guys have gotten better at playing the run average. And I, I look at that and I think to myself, okay, we've got some areas that when TJ comes back, he's going to em- embrace and embolden that, that, that progress that's already been made there. But he's also going to accelerate a lot of the other things because, again, he brings heat in the kitchen, and it's just like you laid out. Heat in that kitchen means that the steam rises everywhere and that you don't have those times to go from your third – uh, your second option to your second, uh, third option, right, as a quarterback, right? You don't have that mm-hmm. time that that bell is clanging, that TJ bell is clanging. You know that the doctor of doom is coming along here and he's going to drop the hammer at any moment if you don't get that ball out. And that, in my mind, is worth so much about what he's able to, uh, to, to, to bring to this defensive unit. And I, I look forward to that because – I think right now is a time when they need that shot in the arm. Everybody, They need that encouragement. You know, there's nine games to be had here. Hey, you got to buckle up and go. And you got to have faith in the coaches, and you got to have faith in each other in that locker room, and you stick to it. And, I, you know, I, that's what I, I try to encourage people when, when, when we're talking. Like, again, I, I go back up to the good folks up at Nemico and just little conversations. But this is why the, the way players keep each other up. Because there is a dependence, there is a faith, and there is a bond that exists in there that can't be broken uh, when you have a, a, a culture like what's in the Steelers locker room. No, it's a bond. It's it's almost like it's an unspoken kind of communication. Right. That when they're in there. And you know when the leaders are there, right? It's like when you see pack animals, you know, for a lot, for all intents and purposes, like when they coordinate the hunt, they, they you know, you'll get a little, little verbals, but more often than not, it's kind of just a look and an expectation that's set from the pack leader to the rest of the pack, and they know what to do. Innately, mm-hmm. they get it. They get into formation, right? They mm-hmm. get, they get into where they need to do, and they understand one's gonna, one's gonna be the pacer, right? That's gonna get out front. The other ones file in line, right? Create that aerial dynamic, and then as one starts to trail off, boom, he backs up to the back, and the and the second dog now becomes the lead, right? right? Or the wolf, right? And they use that coordinate. And there's no talking along the way. It's just it's a reaction. It's an instinctual thing that happens. And I think that's what you get when you have TJ together with Cam, with Alex Highsmith. Mm-hmm. Like all of those guys, then start to kick into. Okay, this is this is the process. This is what we've repped in camp. This is what we've prepared for. This is the history and time and experience together that leads to this culmination on us expecting to have the outcome that we have. Exactly so. 
And that's that bonding that, that occurs. And you have to have that confidence and move forward. Oh, that's beautifully spoken. You know what? We're going to open up the phone lines here, 412-919-1316. Let's welcome Juan from Charleston. Juan, you're in the locker room. What are your hopes for the Steelers coming out of the bye week, my friend? All right. Juan, are you there? Wes, is he there? No, did we lose him? Okay, Juan, you, last time, Juan, going once. Oh, there you go. Can you go. hear me, guys? Yeah, there you are. I was gotcha. afraid that we lost you, man. Hey, guys, how y'all doing? Doing good. How you doing, okay. Juan? I'm doing good. Before I get started, hey, Wolf, how'd you let a freaking chicken bone take you out like that, Isn't man? Isn't that amazing? You know, a chicken bone took out a tooth on me. It, I got to wait till the end of the season to get the dental implant thing in there because on account of if they drill and, and somehow it would go wrong, and then, you know, you're talking like this the last of the time. <laughs> can't do it. He can't do the show. He, he, he could not do the show, Juan, if, if he did that. So <laughs> we'll just, Max we're would, just letting it be. We're just letting it be. Can't have that. So what do you got, Juan? I, 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 I think we. I can hear Wes. We got Wes echoing in the background. <laughs> okay. So, what do you, what do you what do you think? What's your big hopes coming out of the bye week? Right now, Max and I, number one, we're we're throwing out there T.J. Watt. That's a huge hope because he is one of those hopes that floats a lot of boats. So, for yourself, what 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 grabs you? For me, it's just wins. We need to stack some wins. Right, right, but come on, you got to be a little more specific than that. You're a Steelers fan, right? I, how do we get I know there? That, how do we get to the Dubs? How do we get to the Dubs? <laughs> well, the defense, the defense have to step step out more. There you go. That's another thing. Yeah, because like you said, you yeah. got like you guys said, the last five years we had leading um, the league in sacks, and we like to the bottom right now. So it just got to be the defense steps and out. Well, you got to look at what Ter- Terrell Austin has done, you know, as good a job as you can do given the fact that there's a lot of things he didn't have. If you're cooking up a big old pot of spaghetti or whatever and you put a lot of the different sauces and spices and stuff like that in there, you know, you're trying to create what you need. But if you have that one ingredient that you cannot get anywhere else, it's always going to leave you short there. You know, and I think that's what TJ is. Terrell has done the, you know, the elephant end with DeMarvin Leal. He's gone with the three inside linebackers or three outside linebackers, things of that nature. You know what I'm talking about, Max? A lot of different looks, things where he looks the overs, unders, all the the different uh, aberrations of the basic three, four, and sub-package football. And yet, you know, it's it's been a struggle. But to get TJ Watt back, I think, is really going to settle down a lot of things. Yeah, I agree right, yes. with you. And also, and because uh, I was looking at the Ratbirds, I was looking at the Ratbirds schedule. Um, they schedule they they remain in schedule. They don't play a team that's under five hundred no more for the rest of the year. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes it tough. That All right, tough. Yeah. Thanks, Juan. We're gonna have to roll on, buddy. All right. Thank you, Juan. The number is 412-919-1316. What do we got coming up next, Max? All right. Well, we, well, while we continue to take calls, Wolf, we're going to also go around the league because obviously a lot of action happened over the weekend. Even though we were dormant, the rest of the league was not. There was still a lot of plenty of action to be had. So we're going to kind of go around and see some 
some interesting stats, some notes, and also some records and milestones along the way when we come back in the locker room here on SNR and ESPN Radio, Wolf and Starks. Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. All right, back in the locker room. And obviously the phone lines are, are, are lighting up, Wolf. You've, you've inspired some thoughts and some queries. But before we go to our next caller, I wanted to point out to you, Wolf, that we do have some new information. Oh, okay. And when I say new information, I'm saying that, of course, records have been set over this past NFL weekend. Mm-hmm. And one of the ones that I want to point out, and let's just get it out the way now so that we don't have to hear about it, <laughs> but Tom Brady. I knew it. I knew it. Yeah. The goat is back. <sighs> The GOAT is still goading, right? Yes. So, Tom Brady has now, in regular season and postseason, the first player in NFL history to pass for over 100,000 yards. Oh, my goodness. Listen to that again. He's passed for over 100,000 yards in his career. He threw for 280 Um Obviously, in that, that, that game where it came down right to the end to beat the Rams 16-13. But he now has, on a career, 100,113 yards on his career. Oh, my goodness. I mean, it just it's mind-boggling. Exactly. Exactly. Like, no matter how many rules you might change in the NFL in the upcoming time, like, whoever is going for this goal – has to play for at least two decades, <laughs> right? Right, right. <laughs> Minimum, because that would be 25,000 yards or equally 5,000 yards a year for an entire <laughs> career just to catch where he's at and we're only halfway through the season. <laughs> That's ridiculous. It, it, it's, it's absurd. It's absurd what he's done. So to break it down, he has 87,067 of those yards in the regular season and then another 13,049 in the postseason. Both are individual records in and of themselves for the regular season career and the postseason career. Um, so just I, you, you got to give them a kudos. And, of course, here, let, let's add on to that, Wolf. Let's add on to the legend and the lore that is Tom Brady. Um, with the game on Sunday and the game-winning touchdown pass that he threw with nine seconds remaining, he now passes Peyton Manning for the most game-winning drives in NFL history with 55. The previous record, he was tied with Peyton Manning at 54. 
He has now surpassed that. Oh, now, man. Now, he is tied with Peyton as it stands right now with 43 fourth-quarter comebacks. That's where he's tied with Peyton. So Peyton now, Ben still is has up one there somewhere, too. I'm trying to remember. Ben, I can't ben, remember. Ben is close. Ben is at, I, I want to say Ben was at 40. He was. He, I thought he was in 40 I want to say, somewhere. I think yeah. he's, he's 39 or 40. So he's right behind them, yeah. but obviously Ben's retired and Tom isn't. So he's just going to shatter everything in, in the process uh, while he's doing it. But I thought that was something I was like, you know what? That is a nugget worth talking about. Um, in this hour, before, you know, and I'll kind of sprinkle them in throughout. We have a couple more that are pretty crazy. One that's tied to the Steelers, Wolf, as well. Uh, oh, that'll later, be interesting. Uh, gentlemen, gentlemen, real quickly here. Uh, Tom Brady and Peyton Manning now tied with most in NFL history with 43. Ben Roethlisberger then sits alone in third place with 41. Oh, there you okay, go. 41. They are the there only three go. quarterbacks in league history with more than 40 fourth quarter comebacks. Thank you. Th- thank you, Wesley. See, there we go. You got to have a fact checker, Wolf. And we we have one. We, we got and one. It's great. That's thank a, you. It's, it's, it's a, the foundation of this program for the sake of journalistic integrity, you, mind you. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, of course. Always, always. It keeps us on our toes and also allows us to just throw out crazy things and see if we're right or wrong. Um, <laughs> throw, st- throw mud at the wall, see what sticks. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And apparently that one stuck. <laughs> we just didn't stick it high enough. <laughs> exactly. Ah, 40, 40, 41. 41, ah. whatever it takes. Yep. Whatever it takes at this point. So, so yeah, so that's an interesting one. But I do want to go back to the phone lines. We're talking yes. about what are your three hopes for the Steelers coming out of the bye and, of course, next up we have Herman from Sacramento, from Sacktown. Herman, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Hey, thanks for awesome. taking my call. and Really really good talking to you guys again. It uh, seems like a long time. It's been um, a very long time, brother. Yes. Yeah. So, um, I, I, didn't, I didn't catch the first part of the show about the three things, but I think the first thing I, I – you know, I'm just really looking forward to getting the, the full team back again, and uh, which you know, T.J. Watt, um, I think he's such a difference maker. He's he's almost like a quarterback um, when mm-hmm. you lose a guy like that, mm-hmm. and um, so I that's one thing I'm really looking forward to. Um, I think he can make a huge difference on the defense, like you were saying. You could rush four and then drop back seven. Now it's a big a lot, you know, you have a, a lot better chance of picking some balls off, and if if we could hold on to them, that is. Um, <laughs> and then also, um, also, um, you know, Kenny Pickett. I was watching uh, last night the the Tennessee game in Kansas City, and um, you know that that's that's proof right there. If you have a strong defense, man, you're going to be in a lot of games. And um, you know, the, Malik Willis. He's going to be a great quarterback one day, but you know he's a young guy too, just like Kenny Pickett. And um, I really think Kenny Pickett is going through the tough times right now, where I think they're holding Malik Wills back a little bit to, um, you know, because they're they're toning the offense down a little bit. It looks like a lot more runs. He throws like ten, fifteen passes a game, and um, so I think. You know, I'm looking forward to see some more growth from Kenny, and also I think. You know, it's like anything else. You know, you you want promise for next year. So hopefully, going into next year, we see, you know, maybe hopefully some wins, but also some growth from all the players. So we have hope for next year, and that's all I got. 
Very good. Thank you, brother. Appreciate that. Hey, thank yeah. you, man. Thanks, man. Good. Uh, good talking to thanks. you again. Thanks, Absolutely. Herman. Appreciate it. Yeah, he's a longtime guy out from California. You know, just I love the fact we're getting some now. The Steelers Nation starting to come back. We had some issues phone lines for quite a long time, so we're able to get that out there and just give a voice to Steelers Nation here in the locker room. So, Max, where are we going, buddy? Well, I, I think for here, Wolf, I, I, I think we need to go ahead and step aside, you know, it's the end of the hour. I don't want to take another call or you know put another tantalizing up? nugget out there what's coming because up? we want full action, Wolf. We don't want some <laughs> – of it we want the full power hour coming up next that's what we want that's what the people desire and we're going to give it to them here on the other side of this break but i do want to let you know that of course weekly we have the mike talman press conference every tuesday coming up tomorrow but we also have something special coach tomlin and steelers digest editor and of course steelers history aficionado himself bob labriola they do a podcast every game day and guess what there's no more non-game days for the rest of the season. Right. So until the end of it. So you will be tantalized with your ears of all the Tomlinisms and Tomlin information that one can take in before actually going and experiencing it in the stadium with the game day podcast, of course. And that is, of course, hosted by Bob Labriola and Coach Tomlin every game day. Every, so that means every Sunday and one Monday, um, you will get to hear live and in person what Coach Tomlin's thinking going into the game. So you can set your mind, set your heart, and set your heart, you know, with what's going to happen in the stadium right here on the Steelers mobile app, the Iron Radio app, and wherever else you get your podcast. It's, it's, it's everywhere. It's, it's in the entire universe um, for Steelers Nation to consume. But most importantly, we're going to step aside now so we can get into the power hour very soon and continue with your calls. Steelers three hopes. What do you hope they will have on the other side of this bye? What do you hope – to occur we've already talked about tj we've also talked about progression going into next season what are your thoughts here come on next call up call in let us talk to you you're in the locker room with wolf and starks here on snr and espn radio if a new house is on your wish list in the next five years grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an ohio homebuyer plus account from kemba financial credit union a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn seven percent apy a 500 matching bonus and a 1500 mortgage closing cost credit learn more at kemba.org offer expires march 31st 2025 apy equals annual percentage yield restrictions apply nmls 292230 equal housing lender federally insured by ncua Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.